One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Come on, let's work. Come on, let's work. Come on, let's work. Come on. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You got to work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Coriel, back for another soul-snatching solo episode, and I cannot believe that we are already at episode 90. Stay tuned, subscribe, make sure you are following me on the gram so that you will know all of the amazing, fabulous plans that I have for episode 100. So this week's episode is brought to you by The Work Squad. The Work Squad is a support group you need when you are dedicated to your dream. Our private accountability community and mentorship group is the perfect place for you to connect, exchange ideas, learn new tricks, barter your skills and services, and get the keys you need to crush your goals. To find out how you can join my work squad for just $10, visit workpraceslay.com slash squad. And again, if you happen to enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe leave a review, and check the show notes for updates and important links. All right, so before we get into this episode, if you are not following me on the gram, you are definitely missing out. Come hang out with me on my favorite place on the good internet on Instagram, at Coriel. So last week and this week, I taught um, a free class where I basically answered the question that everybody and their mama want to know, how in the world did I manage to turn my $32,000 teaching salary into a six-figure brand? Well, it's no secret 
that the key to my six figures has been multiple streams of income. So I taught this course. It went crazy the first time I taught it. Um, some A lot of people were sliding my DMs talking about, you know, they missed it. So I decided to do an encore yesterday. And so not only did I do an encore yesterday, I got all fancy and set up this webinar um, where you will be able to tune into it every single Wednesday. So if you go to my Instagram at Coriel, click the link in my bio, you'll be able to sign up for that class if you missed it the first two times that I did it. So it's not just me telling you my story of how I went you know, from a teacher to six figures, but really sharing with you how you can use my story and my lessons learned and the steps that I'm laying out to turn your salary into six figures as well. So make sure you check that out because I promise you it's going to help you get your entire life together. Um, I don't think I've been here with y'all since I got back from Cabo. So let me just tell y'all that Cabo was lit. If you did not see all of the fun, you can check out the hashtag busy at the beach on IG so that you can see what you missed out on. So you know you can't afford to miss um, Cancun. This August 8th through 11th, I am throwing a huge beach bash to celebrate the fifth birthday of my brand, Busy at the Beach, and you are invited. So if you want to join me and my gang of boss babes getting busy at the beach this August, all you got to do is log on to busyatthebeach.com to secure your spot. There are single, doubles, and triple uh, rooms available. So get in where you fit in so that you can meet me at the beach. The other thing that I'm super excited about is that my books are finally back in stock. If you have been on my website in like the last six months, then you know my books have been out of stock. I've been in the middle of moving, and I really just didn't have time to be fulfilling all of these book orders. So they've been out of stock for months. But my babies are back. I'm all moved, settled in, still haven't unpacked yet, but that's another, well, I'm almost done unpacking. Don't judge me. That's another story. But my books are back in stock. So on my solo episodes, um, I'm going to be sharing one lesson out of Work 101, Get Your Life Together Guide. In case you do not have a copy, this little lesson will help you get your life together and show you why you need to get your hands on a copy. My baby, um, my very first book, Work 101, Get Your Life Together Guide, is a lifestyle guide for millennial women. So it literally covers health, wealth, and happiness. I am sharing 77 of my biggest lessons learned. So this week's wisdom comes from the book of work, lesson 17. Your happiness is in your hands. Not theirs, but yours. No one has the power to make you happy but you. When you put your happiness in someone else's hands, they will disappoint you every single time because it's literally impossible for someone else to quote unquote make you happy. Your happiness depends on you alone. Finding my purpose gave me that in love, butterfly in my belly feeling that I've been chasing in men for so long. It was truly priceless. I want to encourage you to dig deep to find the courage to be happy. So here are five ways to own your happiness. Number one, stop telling the same old story. It's time to write a new one. Number two, Don't subject yourself to solitary confinement. Put value in developing relationships. Number three, balance it out. Work hard, play hard. Number four, enjoy the journey and appreciate the process. 
And number five, be patient with yourself. Now, this is one of those lessons that I definitely learned the hard way when I was engaged to be married in this relationship, in this abusive relationship, and realized that I had been depending on him for my happiness. It was literally that frustrating situation that taught me that I had to take my power back. I had to put my big girl panties on, take my power back, and realize that only I had the power to determine and dictate you know, the mood of my day. So lesson 17 is one of 77 lessons from Work 101, Get Your Life Together Guide that will absolutely positively help you get it together. If you want a copy for yourself or your homegirls, you can log on to shop.corio.com. All right, so let's get into this week's uh, topic. So I am doing something this week that I've never done ever before, so I'm excited about it. Um, A couple of days ago on my Instagram, which is why y'all need to be following me on the gram, but on my Instagram, I posted, um, I did a post and it said, I'm doing something for the first time. This week's solo episode, I want y'all to help me figure out what what to talk about. So let me know what you want me to talk about. I'm going to pick a topic and we're going to go with it. So that is how we got to this week's Are You About That Life? topic because I got a whole bunch of suggestions, but a lot of the suggestions were similar in that people just really wanted to know like the real deal of entrepreneurship. People really wanted to know like what's going on outside of the gram. Um, And so I want to talk to you about some of the real life ish that I wish, you know, somebody would have taught me some things that hopefully will help you, you know, save yourself some time, save yourself some money, save yourself some resources, save yourself some stress. If there's anything that I can share with you from my story that can help make your journey a little bit easier, that's my goal. That's all I want to do. So today's question, are you about that? life. So let's talk about the investment that it really takes in order to be an entrepreneur because, you know, everybody and their mama can be entrepreneurs. Like Instagram is inspiring everyone to become entrepreneurs, but I want you to understand what you are really getting yourself into. So this week, episode 90, it's going to be like a reality check. So get ready. I'm about to burst your little bubbles. So the investment that it takes to be a quote unquote successful entrepreneur. First thing you have to have, it's like a non-negotiable. It's it's a requirement. You have to have a no excuses attitude. Like you have to operate your business by any means necessary. Literally realizing that it doesn't matter what you feel like doing. It doesn't matter what you want to do. As an entrepreneur, you have to do what needs to be done. Not what you want to do, what what you need to do. And so if you are going to not just attain success, but actually sustain success, you have to be willing to get the job done. When I was a teacher, my principal would always say, make it happen. Like I could come to him and say, I got a kid that's trying to claw my eyes out. Like his mama is cursing me out and he don't know how to read. And my principal would literally say, make it happen. It didn't matter what we said, what excuse we had, what 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 we were coming to him with. His response, nine times out of 10, was make it happen. And as annoying as that was, like I would be so pissed because I would be, I was like a first year teacher pouring my heart out, complaining, crying about all this stuff that was going on. And he would literally look at me with a straight face and say, make it happen. And as mad as it made me, it really taught me that you have to keep pushing. You have to fight through to figure it out every single time because you cannot depend on anybody to come save you. Entrepreneurship is no different. 
a lot of times we have to learn things the hard way. We got to waste money to figure out how to save money, right? It's all trial and error. And so you have to be willing to have that no excuses attitude, be willing to operate your business by any means necessary. Entrepreneurship also requires unmatched creativity and innovation. Y'all, I cannot tell you how many times I've literally thought of an idea, got on the gram, and saw somebody doing the exact same thing. And I'm not even saying that these people like stole my idea because it was literally still in my head. So there's no way that they could have gotten it from me. That's how I know like that the universe is literally just sending out inspiration, ideas, blessings, and whoever grabs it and takes action on it first, that's who, that's who gets it. Like that's who gets credit for it. So just because I had this idea in my head, that does not mean that I get credit for it when somebody else executes on it. There are so many times that I have to go back to the drawing board. There's so many times that I think, okay, this I'm going to move forward with X, Y, and Z. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to market it. This is what we're doing. And then God throws me a curveball. He's like, no, nah, that, that, that's not good enough. That's cool. That's good, but you got to do great. That's all right, but you got to do better. That's decent, but I want you to come a little stronger than that. And so there's so many times that he sends me back to the drawing board that I have to rethink that I have to pivot, that I have to try to dig a little deeper and come up with something a little bit better, a little bit more creative, right? So it is going to require unmatched creativity. If you are using Instagram as your inspiration for your next business idea, if you are studying the gram this week to see what you should do next week, you are not going to be able to sustain any type of success as an entrepreneur, because you're always going to be chasing. You're always going to be looking for your next idea outside of yourself. And so as an entrepreneur, it's so important that you understand that you have to be innovative. You have to be creative. You have to be original if you are going to be able to sustain what it is that you're building. You are also going to have to invest in relationships. So we talk about this all the time. You know, anytime I'm interviewing somebody for the show, I always want to talk about the importance of relationships, how relationships have been beneficial in their business because they have been crucial in mine. And I want you all to understand, even if you're not an entrepreneur yet, even if you're climbing the corporate ladder, especially if you're climbing the corporate ladder, you understand the importance of relationships. And relationships are just as important as a business owner as they are as, you know, an employee working in corporate. Relationships are just as important. And aside from just developing and nurturing relationships, you also have to develop people skills because these people out here are going to try you. You are really going to learn like that common sense is not so common when you start your business. You are really going to learn the foolishness that these people are out here trying to get away with when you start your business. They are going to push you to your limit. They're going to step all over like, like, Diddy bop all over your last nerve. And you are going to have to keep your composure. There are so many times where I have to screenshot something that somebody emails me or DMs me, something silly and foolish that somebody does. And I got to screenshot it and send it to my team or, you know, send it to my man. But I can't respond to that person the way that I want to. I have to keep my decorum. I have to remain professional at all times. I got to be the boss. And so you have to understand, number one, that relationships are definitely crucial. There's so much power in your people. So you want to make sure you're investing in good relationships and not just investing with the people who you think can do something for you. Because there have been relationships that literally 
I don't know why God brought this person on my path. Like we are not in alignment. There's nothing that I can really see us doing together. But lo and behold, two years down the line, they slide in my inbox with an opportunity. Or two months down the line, they approach me with something that we can do together, something that makes sense. So you never know why God is placing people on your path, but you want to definitely make sure you are nurturing those relationships and developing your people skills because you're going to need them. The last thing that you are going to have to be willing to invest if you are going to be about this business life is all of your damn time. Like I'm talking all of it. That whole no days off thing, like it's really real. I was in Cabo just, I don't know, what was that, two weeks ago, um, hosting Busy at the Beach. Like, I was there for work, and I'm literally up at midnight in the little, like, uh, hospitality lounge suite thing recording a masterclass because I had a deadline. My, that masterclass was due. The people who were waiting on that masterclass did not care that I was getting busy at the beach. They didn't care because they weren't at the beach. So I have to do whatever is required at any time. Like at all times, I got to be on. No days off. I don't have office hours. Like I am the office. So if I'm going on a road trip, even if I'm not even a road trip, like I will literally be on the way to dinner with my man. And I got my laptop in the front seat, sending an email. There are times that I have to take my laptop into the restaurant with us. I have been sitting at the bar with my bae and my laptop doing work if that is what's required because I'm an entrepreneur, right? Just because I'm on vacation, that doesn't mean my business is on vacation. Just because I want to enjoy this dinner date, that does not mean that I don't have a deadline. And so not to say that you can't have some type of balance, but you definitely have to understand that entrepreneurship is a huge investment of your time. There are no clocking out hours. If someone sends me an email and it's urgent at 10 p.m., I'm not going to wait until the office opens at 9 a.m. to respond. That's not how it works. So, yeah, definitely takes an investment. Entrepreneurship requires an investment. As an entrepreneur, if you are about that life, there's a couple of things you got to be willing to do. Number one, you got to be willing to lose the people who don't respect the level up. There are going to be some people in your crew that are uncomfortable that you want to do better. They are going to be uncomfortable because you are no longer complacent. You trying to level up is going to reveal what they are lacking, right? It's going to make some people uncomfortable. And you have to be willing to lose the people who don't respect that level up. Not to say you got to like ditch them and dump them for life, but everything happens in seasons, right? So this might not be the season for that relationship. Maybe they're not ready to evolve yet, but you don't have the time to explain your vision to people who don't get it. We already don't have enough time, right? There, all, there already aren't enough hours in the day. So how dare you spend those few hours that you do have left explaining your vision, your goals to someone else who's not ready to understand it. Everybody is not a visionary like you. That's a gift. Everybody has not been blessed with that gift to be able to see things that, that are, have not manifested yet. You have that gift. You can see those things in your imagination, even though they aren't quote unquote real yet. They're real. You just haven't gotten to them yet. They're out there. You would not be able to envision them in your imagination if it didn't exist. All right. It, there's no such thing as a figment of your imagination. If you can envision it, it exists. It's real. You can have it. You can manifest it. 
And so everybody isn't able to do that. Everybody isn't able to see that. Everybody isn't able to have a vision for their lives. And you don't have time to try to teach those people why they should believe in you. All right. You also have to be willing to be uncomfortable around comfortable people. So those people who are so comfortable, those people who are living a good life in their comfort zone, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable around them. You have to be willing to make them rise to your level instead of stooping down to theirs. Instead of lowering your standards, right, and changing your conversation because now you're around this crew of comfortable people, make them learn your your vocabulary, right? Bring them up to your level. It's like you are going off to like the Ivy League school and then you come back home to the hood. And instead of you talking, using that Ivy League vocabulary, you want to come back and use the hood slang. No, educate your homies in the hood. Teach them your new vocabulary. Teach them that Ivy League education so that they can rise to the occasion and be on your level. All of us can rise to the top. Now, these are for the people who are willing to come. Again, I'm not saying that you should try to convince people who are not willing to evolve. But the ones who want to do better, you can be the one that teaches them, right? You can be the one that shows them how to do better, shows them something new, shows them something that they've never seen before, shows them what's possible. You can be that inspiration for them. If you are about this life, you also have to be willing to give up spending and start investing. Give up spending and start investing. You really got to prioritize your personal needs and your professional uh, demands. Way back in 2019, I can't believe that's five years ago, but way back, I mean, 2014, not 2019. Way back in 2014, I went broke, y'all. And y'all have probably heard this story before, so I'm going to keep it short. But long story short, I was working as a bartender. I had just started working at this specific place. So my schedule wasn't good. I didn't have the good hours. Like I didn't have the good shifts. I wasn't making a lot of money. And I really had to figure out whether I was going to continue to pay my personal bills or if I was going to invest in my professional career, which was the single wives club. So I really did not have enough um, income coming in at the time to pay my bills and invest in my business. And so I, I honestly remember it like it was yesterday. It was literally like God was asking me, how bad do you want it? And so I literally packed up my condo, um, rented it out. I moved into my brother's basement. Talk about a humbling experience, okay? I went from my own condo, my own little loft, living a good life, to moving into my brother's basement. Ruined my credit. I stopped paying my credit card bills. Because I started investing what I would have been paying into those bills. I started investing that in my business. Like I was paying for email marketing. I was paying for whatever I had to pay for, coaching. I was paying for what I had to pay for because I knew it was an investment. So I stopped spending and I started investing. I had to prioritize. What's more important, me paying this credit card bill down or me investing in this business that one day could pay off this credit card? Not to say that anybody out there should you know, let their credit go or ruin their credit. I'm just telling you my real truth, right? People don't want to talk about the real struggle. People don't want you to know their real story. But guess what? This whole 32K to six figures, it was not smooth sailing. There were a lot of bumps in the road, a lot of obstacles that I had to be creative enough to turn into opportunities. And that was one of them. That obstacle, girl, you broke, turned into an opportunity for me to prove how bad I wanted it, for me to prove to myself 
that I was really dedicated to this dream, for me to prove to God that I wanted it as bad as I said that I did, right? So you have to be willing to stop spending and start investing. Another thing you got to be willing to do is go without health insurance, all right? Y'all, I'm not going to lie. Let's see, I stopped teaching in 2011. I didn't get health insurance until last fall, (laughs) like 90 days ago, 2018. So from 2011 to 2018, I did not have health insurance. But let me tell you what's even crazier about that. The four years prior, so from 2007 to 2011, while I was a teacher, I was running that insurance up. I was literally at the doctor's office, I swear to God, like every other week. I was paying that $35 copay all the time. Something was always wrong. I was always sick. Always. Like something was always wrong. In the seven years that I did not have health insurance, I did not go to urgent care, the ER, trying to find a doctor. I didn't do that one time in seven years. And I'm not lying. Now, I would pay out of pocket, you know, for like my annual exam. But aside from that, I didn't need any prescriptions. I didn't have to pay any copay. I did not need health insurance because I was healthy. And I know that that's the case because 90% of illnesses, diseases, ailments are stress related. When I was stressed as hell working that job, I was sick as hell because I was stressed as hell, right? The sickness, the stress caused the sickness. And me being sick caused more stress. It was like a never-ending cycle. I was always in and out of the doctor's office. Couldn't figure out what was wrong. That was the crazy part. They couldn't even figure out what was wrong because they didn't realize that it was stress. Nobody was ever going to figure it out until I got up out of that job. And then magically, everything that was wrong became right. Like, it went away. So um, you got to be willing sometimes to go without health insurance. Now, of course, if you have like a pre-existing condition and you know, you, you are on like maintenance meds and things like that, then everybody's situation is different. But even still, I would encourage you to seek alternative medicines. Like one thing that I was doing while I didn't have health insurance, instead of going, you know, like to the regular doctor, I would go to the Chinese medical center here in Atlanta. So they literally do acupuncture. They prescribe not prescribed, but they give you herbs. They have, you know, just different things outside of the Western medicine that wants to put you on all of these pills and do all these surgeries and all this crazy stuff. They actually do preventative care. So I'm sure that's part of the reason why, you know, I haven't been sick in seven years too, is because I've been going to this Chinese doctor, but there are so many other um, resources out there aside from just going to the doctor. But that's a side note. We're going to have to do a whole nother episode just on health. Um, Because real health, good health is real wealth. All right, so let's talk about some of these myths about being an entrepreneur. Because if you are really about this life, I got to let you know like what's really real and not what the people want you to to believe on the gram. So uh, one of the myths that I see so often um, and hear people, you know, allude to is starting your business is easier than working for somebody else. Starting your own business, working for yourself is easier for working for someone else. And I got to tell you right now, it's a big fat lie. If you think that your job is demanding and difficult and hard, running a business is going to be 10 times that. Now, you might enjoy it a little bit more because you're building something, you know, that is literally a representation of yourself. You're building something that you want to build. So you might enjoy the work, but it's not going to be less work. It's not going to be less work. One of the biggest blessings of being an entrepreneur is your free time. 
It's, you know, I get to dictate my own schedule. I don't have to wake up and be at work at 655 anymore. Like I can wake up at 955 if I want to and still get a full days and still be productive. I get to determine how I spend my day. But guess what? As big of a blessing as that is, it's a gift and a curse because I can sit here and watch Shark Tank for 12 hours if I want to. And I will get no work done and I will make no money. So I have free time, but I don't have the freedom to not be able to, you know, to to be able to not work. Like there are things I have to get done and I rely on myself to get them done. There's nobody else who's going to come in and do them for me. There's nobody else who's going to give me a deadline. There's nobody else who's going to, who's going to remind me that something is due, that this project, you know, is due. So starting your own business is not easier than working for somebody else's business. Another myth that I hear often um, is that, Entrepreneurs think that when they start this business or write this book or launch this t-shirt line or whatever, everybody is going to support you. Not true. And it will hurt your little feelings when your quote unquote friends don't like and repost and share and comment and buy and tell their friends and all that stuff. Don't take it personal. It's just part of it. I promise you it's part of it. They just don't know any better. And once you start winning, they're going to want to be on a winning team. Like people want to be a part of things that are moving, not things that are stuck and stagnant. So once you get started, once you get going, once you get in your groove, those people will come. But do not expect everyone to support you just because you started a new business. Strangers will support you when you first get started more than your friends. It's unfortunate. It's sad. Don't take it personal. It's just life. Another thing you have to understand, this is a big myth. Build it and they will come. It's not true, y'all. Let me tell you, talking to women on a daily basis who want my help with monetization and they mad as hell because they've spent all of this money on these mugs or T-shirts or developing these products and then nobody buys. They got all these thousands of dollars worth of items sitting in their basement or sitting in their garage, sitting up in their closet. And then they want to call me when they mad, sad, stressed out and frustrated, wondering why nobody's buying this stuff. And it's literally because they did not put any energy or resources into the marketing. They put all this energy and money into the merchandise, but didn't put any thought into how they're going to market it. You can build it. That does not mean they will come. People have been building like websites forever. They're not getting any traffic. Just because you build a website does not mean you're going to get visitors. Does not mean you're going to get sales. So that whole build it and they will come thing, not true. Definitely not true. Um, So are you about that life? That's what I want to know. Are you about that life? Entrepreneurship is so exciting. Um, So many opportunities can be opened up for you if you do what God is calling you to do. Um, But I want to keep it real with y'all. I want you to understand that it's going to take patience persistence, and positivity. I have a tattoo, literally, on my wrist, one of my favorite tattoos that says patience, persistence, and positivity. And I literally got this tattoo while I was living in my brother's basement. Living in my brother's basement. Because I knew that it was going to take me patience, persistence, and positivity, not just to make it through this challenging time, but for life. It's going to take patience, persistence, and positivity. Just today, I announced on Instagram 
that Black Enterprise finally put your girl on the lineup. Since 2017, so it doesn't seem like a long time, but literally since 2017, I've been attending these Black Enterprise conferences, networking, meeting the staff, covering their conferences. So I went from attending the conference to covering the conference for my podcast. 2017, I attended uh, one of their conferences. 2018, I attended two of their conferences. 2019, they slide in your girl's inbox and say, yo, we got this great opportunity for you. We're partnering with T.D. Jake's SOAR Foundation, and we would like for you to speak. Baby, when I say that was literally a testament to patience, persistence, and positivity, because I never got um, discouraged. I never got frustrated. I've been saying for years that Black Enterprise needs to have me at one of these events. Like, come on, they got to let your girl represent for the millennials. Y'all need, come on, y'all need me there. I've been saying that for years. But just because they didn't hit me up in 2017, that didn't stop me. Just because they didn't hit me up in 2018, that was not going to stop me from going after what I knew God had for me. And lo and behold, 2019, they slide in your girl's inbox and they finally going to put me on a big stage with T.D. Jakes. If I had a mic, I would drop it right now. But I say all this to say patience, persistence and positivity are a necessary requirement if you are going to be about that business entrepreneurship life. I hope that you are feeling empowered, inspired, and encouraged to get that ass to work because you already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to work for it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, leave me a review, come hang out with me on Instagram. Love you. See you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.